This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Altrincham 2, Wrexham 2. Altrincham win 4-3 on penalties. Mixed feelings, of course. The FA Trophy is the least of our priorities. Phil Bogson did make 11 changes to this match. Um, we had to, though. He was right to. It doesn't mean that he didn't think this team could win the game. In fact, the, the 90 minutes were almost up. Just 95 seconds to go in them when Altrincham got their equaliser. And it did look like Wrexham had done it, despite the fact that we had a, a second string team. But, like I said, strength and depth has really improved this year. And there were some really good performances in it, which we'll talk about a bit later. So, a wholesale change of the side. It's got to be said, just like against Scunthorpe, we started slowly, which is totally understandable, of course, because you know they, they haven't been that used to playing with each other, a lot of them more in the reserve team than the first team. And Altrincham, in the opening 20 minutes, dominates and, and could have put the tie passes then, in all honesty. It started off the third minute, a good move, Malarkey driving into the box, and then a, a cute little back heel to find Jordan Hume. He looked offside, but the flag stayed down, and from a tight angle he smashed in a shot which hit the side netting. Then it was Marius finding the dangerous Con Clark, and he drove through the middle and provoked a scramble in the goal mouth until Harry Lennon covered the ball behind. But that was where the first goal came from, a corner was swept in. Lainton with a punch. Wasn't really the best one. Rather into the ground. Hugh managed to keep it alive. Pushing it back to Con Clark. He drove in a shot from the edge of the area. Which hit the bar. Dropped down and fell kindly for Baines. Who was able to just place his header over Hall Johnson. And into the empty net. But Lainton having been taken out of the equation. Because of course he was diving to try and reach the shot that hit the bar. And Altrincham threatened to get more. James Jones. There James Jones getting onto the ball after Con Clark swept the ball in and putting in a shot which Denanga tapped in. Denanga in an offside position. I've got to be honest, for a moment I thought that hilariously Denanga had done what he'd done in Altrincham's last match. A goal-bound shot in that game at Halifax right at the end of the match. It was a 2 all draw as well. And Denanga stepped in to nick the goal and he was offside. I thought he'd done it again. Actually, it was just going wide when he looked at the replay and Denanga had to try and finish it, but he was also clearly offside. Wrexham's first moment of any real coherence in the Altrincham half came in the 14th minute. A nice move ending with James Jones punching a good ball down the right channel. Hall Johnson ripping a good cross across the face of goal. Nobody was able to attack it. And then Altrincham back on the front feet. Their midfield was dominating and Wrexham were having to rather hang on. Malarkey had a great burst down the right, bursting between two players and sweeping a terrific cross into the six-yard box. Clueless did ever so well to get there and put the ball out for the corner. From that corner, the ball is swept in. Hume got a flick, an excellent save by Lainton to touch it onto the bar, but the ball dropped down again. Lainton, having made the save, now can't recover to influence things. Looks like Malarkey's going to get an open goal tap-in, but Hall Johnson was on the far post and essentially made a tackle on the goal line. A remarkable let-off for Wrexham, and the ball ricocheted to safety. So Wrexham, halfway through the first half, to be honest, getting a good battering. But... Wrexham recovered terrifically and halfway through that first half suddenly started making chances and enjoyed a five-minute spell in which they not only suddenly took a grip of the game but also took the lead. 
It opened up with James Jones playing a lovely little one-two with James Jones and then feeding the ball into the left channel. Bickerstaff hitting a shot from the edge of the area, which was an easy save for the keeper. But that was the beginning of, of the momentum building. Within a minute, Lennon knocking a good long ball. Dolby flicking it on. Bickerstaff in exactly the same position, turning this time inside his man and hitting a powerful strike. Good save by the keeper, Ollie Byrne, who managed to get his left foot to it. It went behind for a corner, and that's where the equaliser came from. James Jones swept it in this time Byrne didn't do particularly well it seemed to just slip between his hands he tried to catch it it went out to the far side where Scott Butler tried to hook it back in took a horrible deflection and was looping inside the far post backpedaling the keeper just about managed that full stretch to push it away James Jones though had come in from taking the corner got it inside the box at a tightish angle smashed in a shot come cross and Bickerstaff got there ahead of his man to nick it into the empty net Wrexham level and three minutes later Bickerstaff had doubled his tally a long ball down the right-hand side, and Eddie Jones, Altrincham's left-back, who's an impressive player, did not do well. Completely misjudged his header. It went backwards off his head, and Bickerstaff latched onto it, outpaced the Altrincham centre-back, James Jones, and slotted beautifully, just knocking it into the bottom right corner. Wrexham ahead, and continued to dominate after that, with Cannon looking very lively. Dave Jones resurrecting his career and doing a solid job, sitting in at the back of the midfield three. And Wrexham was starting to, to really get things going. James Jones typically energetic and the front two looking very good indeed. There was a dangerous moment for Altrincham. It was a quick piece of thinking by Con Clark to take a quick free kick to the edea of the area. Denanga picking it up and from a tight angle on the right channel, driving in a shot which hit the side netting. And also there was a nervous moment when uh, a ball came in. Uh, James Jones, the Altrincham one, Oh, beg your pardon, Con Clark bursting down the left-hand side seemed to have lost it to James Jones, but somehow came managed to get it back as they were running along the goal line towards goal. He played the ball in, Lainton spilled it at the near post, but Humes, only about a yard out, didn't have much of a chance to score because Lainton was straight on it to smother, and the ball bounced off him to safety. So at half-time, Wrexham ahead, and for much of the second half, Wrexham looked fairly comfortable as well, and looked like they might add... To it, Lennon standing up on a nice cross, uh, Dolby getting up and nodding the ball down, Cannon trying a shot which hit the side netting. Then it was Marius getting uh, fouling Dolby right on the edge of the box. The ref didn't give it surprisingly, but Dolby, while on the floor, did well to scoop it inside for James Jones, and Jones hit a powerful shot which hit the keeper and bounced away. Then it was a dubious throw-in given to Altrincham. Wrexham thought it was theirs. Hall Johnson, the player involved in the challenge, certainly did. And he went running down the wing in the wrong direction. The throw was taken quickly into the gap that he'd left. And Con Clark ripped a shot just over the bar. A nice skimming effort. But Wrexham was soon back on the front of the foot again. Bickerstaff, looking for his hat-trick, hit a powerful shot which bounced off Burns' chest and away to safety. Then Bickerstaff holding the ball up really well and James Jones ripping in a fine shot an acrobatic save by the keeper who was able to pounce onto the loose ball before any further danger accrued. Dolby then trying to tee up Jones uh, giving him an opportunity which he couldn't quite convert. Cannon with a really good tackle and break forwards picking up McAlinden who cut in onto his right foot from the left and ripped a decent shot which just skimmed the bar. 
At the other end, Walsingham weren't threatening much. They brought on attacking substitutions and it didn't make a much difference. There was a moment of real danger when there was a ball which Lainton couldn't hang on to. Pringle looping the ball over him, but Lennon on the line was safely there to head it comfortably away. And then Wrexham had started to make changes. 12 minutes left, David Jones, who had emptied the tank, had to come off. Ryan Austin, lovely to see him come on for his Wrexham debut. There was an opportunity then again for Wrexham, as this time Bickerstaff held it up well. Dolby tried to drill in a shot which went just wide. But Scott Butler, who'd had an impressive debut in the heart of Wrexham's defence, then took a knock and had to go off with five minutes left. Aaron James came on. Altrincham by now were really piling it on. The pressure was terrific. Their control of possession was complete. But I've got to be honest, I didn't really feel we were going to let them in. We, they weren't making chances. Wrexham were looking very solid, getting men behind the ball. And I'm sure it would be much better if Wrexham could have actually found that out ball and, and got it clear. But the truth is that Wrexham looked pretty comfortable until that 89th minute equaliser, which was was a messy one. Connor Jennings, by this point, had come on for Altrincham. The ball's fed to him on the left side of the box. He played a good ball, dangerous ball into the area. McAlinden at the far post scooped it away with his right foot, but straight to the substitute Godson, who only made one previous substitute appearance, and he hit a good first-time shot heading towards the bottom left corner. Hall Johnson lunged in front of Lainton. I think he might have just got a little nick on it to deflect it past Lainton, who had no chance. And Altrincham were level. The six minutes of added time were quite end-to-end, -end, really, without any particularly clear chances. The best chance either side had came when Wrexham defended a corner and then Cannon on the edge of the area did really well to volley a loose ball to Dolby. He carried it well down the left side and swept a good cross in. Cannon had arrived and marked at the far post about 15 yards out but he horribly miscued his shot to the extent it went out for a throw on Dolby's side of the pitch behind Dolby. <laughs> he didn't get hold of it at all. So it went to penalties and the penalty shootouts well in a way the decisive moment was the first kick. And this is cruel, because Jake Bickerstaff did not deserve to have this happen to him. He had a really good game. He took a good penalty. I mean, there's interesting research out there. Uh, that If you hit the ball above midway, the height of the goal, in a penalty, the stats overwhelmingly say it is a goal. Bickerstaff did the start. He did do it right down the middle, but still burn a dive to his right, and yet somehow managed to stick up his left hand and make an absolutely superb save to push it out. Cruel on Bickerstaff. Like I said, I'd say it was a good penalty, but what a save. And Altrincham took advantage. Con Clark came up and scored to make it 1-0 after one penalty each. Dolby was cool in slotting his home, but then the young Goodson came up and was calm again and finished. 2-1 to Altrincham after two kicks. And then... Disaster struck. Hall Johnson stepped up and he shot straight the bar and went over. And Wrexham really were in trouble now. But not for long. Lundstrom stepped up and did exactly the same. So three penalties each, 2-1 to Altrincham. James Jones kept his cool, lovely penalty, sending the keeper the wrong way. Connor Jennings then stepped up and he ripped in the best penalty of the last with pace into the top left corner. And so Harry Lennon knew that if he didn't score, Wrexham were out. He did the same as Jones, sent the keeper the wrong way, nice penalty. And it all came down to Toby Malarkey, who's probably Altrincham's best player, to win the tie. He stepped up and beat Lainton and did exactly that. And Altrincham were through. Their fans celebrated on the pitch, some of them quite comically. And But the truth is, I don't think Wrexham's thousand travelling fans, and what an impressive figure for an away game 
in the FA Trophy on a Friday night, uh, I don't think we're too worried because the league is the priority and the cup is great. FA Cup is great fun. The trophy, it would be nice if we won it, but it's not a priority. And we did get to see some players make stakes for a place in the team. Players get minutes in their legs and some young players get their opportunity to show what they can do in the senior environment. So it's actually a... Well, it was an entertaining game if you were neutral. I think it was an entertaining game for a Wrexham fan as well because it was interesting to watch. Going through those performances then, I did say there were 11 changes. Well, it's good to see Rob Lainton make, getting another appearance under his belt. He looked a little rusty, I've got to say. Um, but that's so understandable. He's, he's had a very serious injury. He's got to feel his way back to top level. But he did make an excellent save when he took the ball onto the bar in the first half. Looking across the back three, well, Scott Butler made his debut and he was very impressive in the centre of the three. I, I really can see why Wrexham are happy with him, why they made him captain of the reserves. In, was it the first game after we signed him or second? He is a really good, strong centre-back. He won a lot. He used the ball well. You can see him fitting into Parkinson's plan. Cluworth was good on the right-hand side, usually plays on the left, of course, in the first team, but he played on the right and was very comfortable, made some key interventions and was typically trying to come forwards and join in the moves. And on the left-hand side, Lennon, similar to the Scunthorpe game, again, he hasn't played much. First 10 minutes, he looked a little bit rusty and then he got into the swing of things and, and I thought Lennon had a very good game, again, using his pace well, getting forwards well, maybe more than you normally see when he plays in the first team. And yeah, Lennon had a good match. Wing-backs, Hall Johnson was fine, didn't have that much trouble defensively, didn't cause many problems going forwards. We didn't have much really on the flanks as such going forwards, um, but he was solid enough. On the left-hand side, McAlinden will be disappointed probably that his scuff clearance led to that late equaliser, but he was more lively perhaps going forwards, looking to cut in a lot, had one good shot on goal, but um, well, yeah, didn't really, didn't manage to get past the full-back on, on his side of the pitch. The three central midfielders, well, uh, David Jones, where did that come from? He's played before that match 131 minutes for us, and his previous start was the first day of last season, of course, at Solly Hull. Um, so, yeah, fair enough, he comes in, and 38 years old, and acquitted himself very well. He's got that nouse and intelligence, uses the ball well, he was very steady. I don't want to say he's an option because we've got a lot of strength and depth in midfield, but it was interesting to see him. Uh, performing at that level. Cannon was good, I thought. Uh, Andy Cannon showed a lot of quality on the ball, uh, was tenacious, brought the ball forwards well, but like I said, his passing was the best bit. There was a nice little move as well where he nutmegged his man, which I hugely enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a nice, tidy performance by Andy Cannon on the left of the midfield three. And then on the right of the midfield three was James Jones, who was captain, and it was typical Jones energy, taking responsibility, taking some decent corners, a couple of good strikes in on goal, one of which was an assist for Bigger Stars first. And then the front two were very good, I thought. Dolby was dominant in the air, really did well, and carried the ball well. Didn't get that many sights on goal, but he worked extremely hard and was effective. Bickerstaff, just like in the Scunthorpe game, really looks to have come on a bundle. Like, he certainly didn't deserve to miss that first penalty. It was cruel because his strength was really good. He got shots off. He scored those two goals. And, and nice to see two good strikers goal. A poacher's goal, nipping into the goal mouth. And then a one-on-one, -on -one, which he finished very coolly. He really has developed. He and Dolby combine extremely well. And Bickerstaff is definitely making a case for being part of the first team setup. We used two subs, 
both debutants. Wonderful to see Ryan Austin, lifelong Wrexham fan, come on, and he did well. He won some important headers in his box as we came under a lot of pressure. Aaron James came on as well, and he did a solid job on the right side of defence too. And it was, yeah, it was good for both of them to play. It was good to see these players playing. It was good to get minutes in some players' legs. And it was an entertaining exercise. Wrexham go out of the FA Trophy, but, right, okay, is this controversial? I still say we set a club record because we didn't lose that game. We drew the game and lost on penalties. Therefore, that's our 20th game in a row unbeaten, which matches the club record, which was established in 1901. Wow, it's quite an achievement. So even in defeat, somehow we get something out of it. And minutes in players' legs and chances for players to prove what they can do. We're out of the FA Trophy, but the greater prizes lie behind. With a final score of Altrincham 2, Wrexham 2, Altrincham winning 4-3 on penalties, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.